<laughs> it's game night with the stayouts trivia, and you even get to watch us do comedy. Buckle up, listeners. We're gonna get rowdy. Love it. Uh, yeah. Ha cha cha cha. Love it. The energy is, some... is unmatched. Oh. Some serious old should... old school showbiz. Vaudevillian meets a bit of a the energy of a volcano. And Michelle, it looks it looks like you destructed some of your uh, some perhaps household appliance. I don't know what just happened, guys. Right now, I've got the intensity of ten cities. Right now, I'm shaking from all the adrenaline that I'm feeling. I want to see if I can fucking roll a car over with my bare hands because I'm pretty sure I could. I was getting flashbacks to like a, a 90s WWF, like a like a Macho Man Randy Savage or a, a, yeah. a, a Sergeant Slaughter even. Mm-hmm. Ryan, that's or, exactly what I was channeling. Yeah. Yes. Maybe, a, maybe a Bob Backlund just whiling around on sure. his knees like so many ducklings. I was uh, always the ultimate warrior fella myself. Okay, but Bob Backlund, the guy in the corner over here, Matt Woodland, 10 extra bonus points for the Bob Backlund reference. Ultimate warrior like- too is great. Bob Backlund was like my favorite. I like Bob Backlund's role in that uh, uh, Mary Poppins movie when he was dancing <laughs> <laughs> when he was dancing around with Dick Van Dyke. Fucking knee walking around. Bob Backlund, how you gonna how you gonna wrestle three H's in a row with that kind of mobility? Three H's in a row. I don't know. Oh my god! Triple hockey sticks, baby. You know it. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Man, with all that intensity, Michelle, you're the only intense I see. Oh, I garnered a little bit. I got a little. This is me, dude. I just like I get a little bit of momentum, a little bit of momentum. I yeah. think I can. I think I can. And then I just careen into like oncoming traffic. I think we can appreciate your intent with that one. But <laughs> your, your ex- execution. <laughs> execution. You're the only your ex- intense execution I was more of a TP. <laughs> By what you mean, wipe your ass with that shit, Matthew. <laughs> yes, I'm back on. He's back. Matthew's back. My self is my self esteem is really living and dying by like each and every the value of each and every comment they make. That's how it's Stop. Got, how it's gotta be. That's how that's showbiz, baby. You're only you're only as good as your last whip. I'm feeling electrified tonight. You guys feeling electrified? Yeah, I'm feeling electrified. I'm like... We were talking about getting raucous, getting real. See, I think part of the reason is we've been like two... We've been really focused on positive affirmations these last couple of episodes, which is great because I'm all about the positivity. But... Yeah. The, the the dark side of that is that people in the streets are starting to worry that the stayouts have gone soft. They oh, say wow. all you guys talk about is positivity and affirmations. So I think we we gotta we gotta you know put the motherfucker back into the back yeah. into the, we gotta read from the Tibetan Book of the Dead. We gotta shoplift candy bars. We gotta <laughs> smoke in the boys' room with Brownsville Station. Do all of it. Ride our hot rods up and down the main street. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Hey. Maybe just like a tasteful <laughs> hate tasteful hate crime. Yeah, sure. You can. First yeah. of all, hey, I just want to ask: people be saying this stuff about nasty bitch Tellerico too? I can't believe they're saying this about nasty bitch Tellerico going soft. You better recognize. Yo, no. hey, you, 
Hey, you too. Yeah, sure, I love you guys, but also, more importantly, suck my balls. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean it. Right after, right you know after what? I get the vaccine. <laughs> right after I get the vaccine. Right no, after I, I get so the vaccine. I so badly want to make a joke after that. Yo, honestly, though, all kidding aside, though, would it be difficult for us to get together and record a podcast after we all sucked each other's balls? That You have to admit, <laughs> that would be... It would... It would might impede our ability to communicate as a platonic podcast. If you That's find true. my balls, that would be a miracle. <laughs> Just saying. Yo, nasty bitch, nasty bitch, tell me you got more balls than DZ Discovery Zone. You feel? Oh, word, Matthew. Thank you. Or kids sports, or Chuck E. Cheese, depending on where in the uh, country you're living. A yeah. ball pit. That's my point. Two, a lot of balls down there. Hey, you know what, guys? <laughs> I have a great idea. It, How about this? Hidden toddler down there, too. <laughs> Jesus, Matt. Here we I go with know. ruckus. We're back, baby. We're back. We got the bad boy comedy. It's been. It's already been brought. Don't leave yep. your toddlers in the ball pit, because they will get eaten by snakes. What, what? And it's Whoa! not by snakes. I'll jump in the ball pit and I'll eat them for the snakes. Oh, I don't care. Eating children like a bunch of witches. Snakes? No, thanks. Nope. Wait, well, children. <laughs> no, I won't eat children. <laughs> I'm trying to work in. Yo. Yo, Michelle, no homo, but I'm just trying to work in a catchphrase. You did it. You sure did it. That's <laughs> that's it. That's the phrase, my friend. Just Thanks, sprinkle boss. that in. Thanks, but I have bro. a great Literally. idea. To make sure that we keep our edge tonight, if either of us feel like the other is getting a little too sentimental, a little too sincere, uh, I think that we should do the Pee Wee Herman scream. And just, and it doesn't matter. You don't have to do it or wait for somebody else to do it. If you feel like the moment is starting to get too sincere, then just give it a, ah! What do you think of that? Okay, sure. You guys aren't really fans of the Pee Wee Herman scream, are you? I gotta say, I gotta say tell it. ya. Wait, I'm gonna take this from Bob Hope. I gotta <laughs> tell ya. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, how about we all have our own? You do a Pee Wee Herman uh, scream. I'll deflect and change the subject with my uh, patented <laughs> world famous <laughs> Bob Hope uh, tag. Or I gotta tell you, folks. <laughs> <laughs> and Ryan oh will have God. his own. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do like a uh, a, a sidekick laughter, but when <gasps> nobody said anything. So just moment of silence, and then I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Awesome. Awesome. I kid. I kid. I kid. I kid. I kid. Well, guys, I think there's uh, something that I really want to do right now, and that's... Uh, Was. I want to tell you about my taco. Oh, yeah. Tell taco about about my taco about my Damn! My taco about... Baba Booey, Baba Booey. Shocking and jocking over here. My taco's full this week, guys. It's so Damn. full. It's bursting at the seams with lots Holy. of things. I think Ooh. I saw... Uh, it reminds me of a video I was watching last night. I'm sure, Matthew. I'm sure. <laughs> so, God. all right, Mama, what you got? This is what I got, brother. Uh, 
first of all, I want to address the fact that I realize that I have little guy syndrome. It's not for dudes. It's for chicks too. I am super little guy syndrome all the way. And it's whenever I feel like somebody's intimidating me with their size, that's when I start to get real ornery, real pissed. Mm. In particular, like when I'm driving, because I, I drive a nice little fuel efficient vehicle, but like, it seems like people in big trucks like to like bully me. And I know this is probably just me overthinking the situation, but it gets me riled up anyways. And so I'm crossing the street in Northampton. I was going for my walk the other night and this big, one of those big trucks with like the LED lights was following, not following me, but we're going down the same road and I don't know what he was doing. So I started crossing the street and then he just like slammed on the gas and started going around the corner with his big truck. And he saw me, but he kept moving forward. Like he was trying to intimidate me with it. And I don't take that. I don't take that shit. I instantly go into like John Rambo mode and I forget who I am, where I am, everything. Mm-hmm. I look square in that guy's windshield, expletive, expletive, expletive. And then I cross the street. Not smart. Not smart for eight o'clock at night and being a gal walking around on her own at night. But it's my little Michelle, guy syndrome. Michelle, did you have that satisfying moment where you looked in your uh, rear view mirror and you saw his mascara running? Just like one. See, I wasn't in a car. That's the scary thing, Matt. I was on foot. So oh. I was like, like toe to toe with the truck. Oh. I looked right at, like, just like. You don't walk around with a, a rear view mirror, just in case? <laughs> no, I never thought of it. But I mean, I'm always up for suggestion. I can see I thought... the allure. I think I think I thought every lady just sort of walks around with some pepper spray and a, a rear view mirror in their pocketbook. But, First of hey. all, thanks for calling me a lady. and uh i thought about the pepper spray thing but i know me and it would backfire hard and i would get it right in the face myself that's that's part of pepper spray that's pepper spray life you know that's part of the thrill it's like am am i gonna thwart this uh aggressive intruder or am i gonna freak him out by spraying it (laughs) if i love the notion the old proverb that if you are carrying pepper spray and you want to make sure not get attacked on a, a gusty afternoon. <laughs> the uh, very old saying. That's a but good it, point. It's as true today as it was back then. I see, I see as the blind man sprayed into the wind oh. <laughs> while pissing. <laughs> oh my God. Piss and spray. So that's my, uh, that's my little guy syndrome, but Hey guys, you know, I've been thinking, usually there's a few things that are usually hot on my topics every week. I'm a pretty consistent gal. So I thought, hey, I'm also a gal who likes to organize. Mm. Why not come up with a few side series? So, hey, listeners, welcome to my new weekly Talk About Your Week series called Michelle Tellerico, Badass Bitch in the Kitchen, where I address any new culinary arts findings that I find during the week. And so here's what I have to share. You can make cookie dough and you can ball cookies like you're going to like make a whole bunch of cookies and you can freeze them. So if you're just one person, two people, you can take them out of the bag and use them as you need. Thank you. That's been this episode of Michelle Tellerico, Badass Bitch in the Kitchen. Hey, everybody. That was badass. Welcome to my new weekly series called Michelle Tellerico, Her Apology Corner. This is where I backpedal on everything from the last week. 
And I'm gonna start with our very own Ryan Arnold. Oh no. Fuck. Ryan. Damn, I see the crosshairs, baby. I'm really, really sorry that I got on Facebook and I ridiculed your super extra thick pudding gravy. It does sound delicious. It sounds so good. I saved it for too long and now it's... Wait, 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 wait. Sidebar. Yeah, go Michelle, go on. Man, it's not delicious. Michelle! Ryan! Awesome! Extra thick pudding gravy. Awesome. You're awesome, Ryan. So, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. What was what was your main critique with it? Really much too thick? That it reminded me of my mother's gravy after it sat out for a day in the fridge because it gets congealed. I'm like, is that oh. fresh gravy or is that old gravy, Matt? Oh, so it's a case of gravy. a little uh, call Sandy Bullock because we got a, a, a case of miscongeniality. <laughs> <laughs> the boy is back. Ryan, the boy is I'm back. Sorry. I'm so susceptible to peer pressure, Ryan. I'm so fucking sorry, man. Sorry, not sorry. I didn't make the gravy. I was just oh! I, was, I was just very oh, I, was, I was just very happy with it. Oh shit, you didn't even like make a, the gravy. No, it came with a uh Who it came with a, a, a plant-based roast lump. <laughs> Ryan. It's 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 uh <laughs> Honey, I don't think that was supposed to be thick like that, but I'm glad that you liked oh, it. How condescending is that to say to preface any sentence with honey? <laughs> unless this unless this is RuPaul's Drag Wars no, serious conversation. <laughs> I'm I'm addressing him with care. He's a good friend. I just want the best for Ryan and his No, you're you're um, right though about about punctuating it with honey, which I didn't really realize honey. at the time. But yeah, it's where I'd be like, honey. Are you gonna wear that tie out of the house? You know, that's yeah. like a, it's like a real set, like how your mom would uh, critique, like when you're going a- out to school, <laughs> like in high school, to be like, "Honey, those are the shoes you're gonna wear." You know, people are gonna see you and they're gonna think that you're uh, a hobgoblin, <laughs> a troll yeah, varmint. That's it. Yeah, like my mom the other day, she was like, "Honey, you're only 16. You don't even have a rep yet." <laughs> That's isn't that Fresh Prince? It looks like Michelle just doesn't understand. Yeah, oh boy, I do. That's I got it. Nope. On to the next apology. On to the next apology. Our very own Matt Woodland, Matthew. Oh fuck. Yeah, go on. You're gonna Matthew. Get it. I'm so so sorry that last so week I singled out. Sorry. Yeah, I singled out your very favorite band, Corn, as. The one most overrated, in my opinion. You're my friend. Whatever okay. you like, I like. Corn's awesome. Corn's yeah, awesome. They are. Well, I'll tell you too. They actually do a cover version of one of my favorite '80s band songs. I don't know if you know what song that is. Word up. You know what it is? It's do you a know common the name? word. Is it the word up by Cameo? <laughs> nope. It's going to be in trivia, so I'm not even going to tell you. But oh. for that. For we that, I can say that we Wear have a kinship up. when it comes to corn. Jonathan Davis I is still wonder. a turd, but you're awesome, Matt. You're awesome. So thank you. Damn, I. She's not. You're not gonna whisper to Ryan. Wow. I know. I, I got. Get, off, I got totally. I got off light. I thought I was gonna get a little sidebar there, and I, I, I got the back bar instead. Don't worry, Ryan. Damn. Matt's got it coming. Don't worry. Oh, finally. The Maybe last apology. Maybe the last apology. 
the final apology in Michelle's apology corner. The last na, temptation na, of na, Christ. Na, 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 na. Sex workers. Okay. Sex workers, on. last week I called you prostitutes. <laughs> and my two very, like, with it co-hosts educated me to the point where I totally get it now. In reality, I'm the prostitute. So sex workers, thank you. And especially on behalf of Matt Woodland, we appreciate everything you do. That's Michelle's Apology Corner. Have a great week. I want That's the my promo, taco, to, boys. I, I want the promo to be that? like, uh, uh, this week we find out who the real prostitute is. Find out after this. <laughs> yeah. I like it. But that's oh. my taco, guys. Robust, full, savory. That was great. That was fucking, that was nice. Michelle? Matthew? Yeah, done, done it again, again kid. Aw. Like that. <laughs> I cannot Flakes wait. I, this is what I cannot wait for. When this podcast uh, becomes 100%, Michelle has an agenda, and we just wisecrack <laughs> about it. Yeah. It's going that way, and I am glad because that's good. <laughs> you bring you bring things to the table, and we like so many cats just thwack it off the table. <laughs> At least a couple of cats, yeah. Oh, it seems like, like you enjoyed that a little. I don't we know. Enjoy, yeah, we enjoy it, and um, but also well, we yes. enjoy it with some sass, much like a cat. Yeah. Good. Speaking of cats, oh, thank God I'm not in charge of transitions. Not but, anymore. But <laughs> not you're the next taco, Matthew. Not, <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. Oh, shit. Is it, what yeah. are we doing, taco? All right, you guys. Well, yeah, buddy. You're the next taco. All right, we're going to keep this. Uh, much like, much like <laughs> my underpants. Alice. <laughs> I'm going to keep this brief. Um, <laughs> Michelle, where did... Hey, Michelle, not to hey, break Matt. down the fourth wall, but has did has Ryan spontaneously combusted? Like the... <laughs> what is this, a podcast or an Incubus song? Come on. In my oh, mind, I told myself me. that I was going to... I was going to... Uh, dart to the coffee maker right quick, so quickly that you wouldn't even notice and you would just blink... <sighs> And then I would be back with a fresh cup of night coffee. That looks so good, but I'd have a heart attack if I had that right now. All the adrenaline I have running through me, my face is hot with adrenaline right now. Michelle, what are you on your your second your second cycles? Of, of, uh, Come again? What kind of cycles? What do you want? What do you want? What are you working your second cycles of? Um, I don't exactly know the terminology, but I'm trying to imply that you're on a uh, performance enhancing drugs. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. I got you. Doping. I don't, yeah, doping. It has something to do with cycles, I think, or maybe I'm thinking of Lance Armstrong, which who I was think. on performance enhancing drugs. This is the truth, Matthew, and and this relates to your talk about how. Allow me to talk about my weak friends. Please do. All right, you guys, so this has been highly anticipated. And, um, oh God, really? Today will indeed be the day <gasps> that I disclose my story about the time that I, 
um, made a small, uh, mutually beneficial agreement of the business variety oh boy. that involved sensual activities with a lady Here it comes. on Christmas. <laughs> That's exciting. Um, okay, so there's so you you may have noticed I've been putting this off uh, week to week to week because sometimes you have these stories and re and really the whole punch like you ever see a preview for a movie and it just says the whole movie right there in the preview. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this story and the teasing of it is the whole story. Oh. <laughs> that <laughs> there's nothing there's barely any other details of this story like it doesn't have yeah it doesn't have different beats it doesn't have this and that it just is i hired a prostitute on christmas <laughs> that's the story you called her a prostitute it's not a prostitute matt <laughs> i was trying to put it in layman's terms for the uh the more <laughs> My more ignorant, backwards thinking. Uh, <laughs> like, Hello, I don't know if you heard, but there's something called woman suffraging. <laughs> oh, why don't you get a Why don't you get a, a, a oh. almanac, my friend? <laughs> oh God! No, but I, I will tell a few humorous details of this night. So there is a bit of a story. <laughs> Pretty much what happened is like it was because sometimes I'll do things just for the sake of like. Isn't it like, isn't it hilarious to hire a prostitute on Christmas? Of course it is. <laughs> and then I'm the kind of guy that's like, well, wh what if I actually just did that? So then I did that. And I've been no stranger in the past. I have, I'm, I've, you know, I'm a bit of a bad boy. I have a checkered past. I do some, I used to do some things. Maybe I still do some things. I'll never say. <laughs> but um, anyways. A few funny aspects of it, because I'm the kind of guy that likes, I'm a big, I'm into, um, there's like seedy, I like seedy, like dirty in a certain way, but there's a fine line between a seedy thing, like the idea of hiring a prostitute on Christmas, and then the actual reality of going into the room, and then, oh, this is not seedy, this is gross. <laughs> There was like a half-eaten chicken sandwich, just like, just like, just disgusting. It was just such. It's just like a roach infested, just lousy, like a dying plant. You know, just like a bit of a mess of a situation. This is a like a hotel or a apartment. Is, Paint a picture. No, this is okay. So this must be an apartment, like a room in a terrible apartment. Because okay. I think a, like a motel specifically or you know hotel that really lends itself to like seediness like there's gonna be like maybe you'll see uh like some works over here maybe you'll see this like there's a lot of things that can play up to like this is a dirty like an like a overfilled ashtray this all falls in the category of seedy like just like leftover wrapped up food and like stuff like this now we're talking this is like gross territory this is like this is not this is not playing into the whole ambiance that the uh, like a uh, dirty boy matthew is like gonna go got some wildlife some insects maybe some uh... there was some yeah there was a bit of a you could hear yeah you could definitely hear a something like a, a sounds of a critter rummaging i you could definitely tell there was um there was she was wearing this big hat and somebody was whispering all these like italian recipes to her so i was like i don't know what's going on it sounded like Patton oswalt <laughs> mm -hmm. oh my god <laughs> michelle give me some red tattooing off 
All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Never. All right, you guys. Take. All right. So reluctantly all right. given <laughs> that rat tattoo we love. Give Very me some. Reluctantly. <laughs> hey, what is this? What is it? What is this? The cake song? Okay. So. <laughs> so anyway, so oh, speaking of which, there was just like, just like a piece of old like stale cake with like flies all around. So anyways, it was like just like a gross situation, and um. There was, yeah, there was a couple just like classic things that I, and she was like, she was completely preoccupied and she was like, she was really just like trying to figure out how she was going to get like drugs. Like sometimes you just find yourself in this situation. It was just like, yeah, she was like zipping around and I heard her like screaming to her, like a, a hilarious thing that I heard her say was, um, <laughs> okay. So, so in, in the drug game, people like what 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 the layman doesn't know about the drug game is people that are like doing drugs like in that thing they never refer to like heroin as heroin like i gotta get some heroin no they're like i gotta get you know i gotta get bags like they refer to it there's all this the, like you don't actually call it like the drugs a lot of and, like, they never yeah they never call like hey i gotta go <laughs> i gotta go score some score some crack or i gotta go score some powder cocaine that's what it's a all cop just, would like, do <laughs> they all just say it's like they're just it's all about hard what are you trying to get hard you're trying to get soft you're trying to get bags it's like it's a very it's a very uh i guess ambiguous world but everybody knows what you're talking about and stuff like that it, they you know drug addicts try to like they they really try to think they're like like pulling uh pulling one over on people when really it's ubiquitous like the terminology they use and people know what they're talking about but hey that's how that's the game baby but then i just remembered her say she was like talking to <laughs> this guy was like <laughs> she was trying to get hard obviously she was trying to get some hard which is you know cracks that she just wanted to smoke some crack and i heard her like yelling to her roommate because i maybe he had some powder or whatever but like one of the funniest things i ever heard somebody say was <laughs> yo motherfucker these nostrils is retired <laughs> wow <laughs> which i totally related to because you do not go back to sniffing cocaine after you smoke cocaine really <laughs> and that was a really funny thing and then <laughs> i don't maybe that's yeah maybe we're that's laughing. inside baseball <laughs> oh my god that's a very fun that's so yeah so that's, that's a funny thing i told you this story was pretty is, is this is a good story in theory but not in practice these are but the, there was a fun, couple anecdotes that happened and then there was this other time that um and then i remember i was really grossed out <laughs> And okay, so tell me if this is too much, but I was like going down, like the most like tentative going down on someone you ever saw. Oh my God. <laughs> like it was the whole situation was horrendous, but in a slightly comical way. And <laughs> and I heard her say to me, <laughs> she's like, Who you think you're fooling, motherfucker? As oh my God. As she was filing <laughs> her nails. <laughs> oh what did my she, God, man. What, what did she mean by that? Who do you think you're fooling? She just knew it was just so apparent that like this wasn't a sexual situation in it. Like it never like because obviously there's a lot of like weird artifice like yeah, like about like when you're like paying for sex. It's like 
there's a whole different thing, but you kind of can like fall into the roles. Like it can be pulled off, but like this was like, it was never going to be like, this is like, so not a situation that either of us are into at all, but it's like, we're just both kind of like going through the motions or whatever. So then I think that's what it was, was just calling, like just calling out of just, and there was a connection about like, we both did have like self-awareness, like how ridiculous this is and it's Christmas and this is so dumb and she's annoyed because she couldn't find she couldn't get her hard cocaine and here I am totally not into it but I paid my money and we're just <laughs> so then eventually I just gave her a ride to the market to buy some cigarettes and it was a while. That was nice yeah it was Pretty she had a like, good Christmas after all I hope she got some lottery tickets maybe as well yeah yeah some scratchers yeah it was um it, it was like miracle on 34th street Except um, uh, instead of a really cool place to live, she got some uh, parliament lights. Mm. And that has been my talk of my week. Oh, that was... That was everything that it promised to be and more. It, cause it, Thanks, boss. Despite your best efforts, it really did end with like a warm feeling. I felt <laughs> I, I can hear like some Christmas music in the background as you guys are going off to buy cigarettes at the market. And be, you know, and, and everything worked out okay. I mean, she I don't know if she's she's still in the game or maybe she's uh, like a, a software developer now. Oh, and that no. girl's. And that girl's name was Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah, more like more like Stevie hand jobs. Am I wrong? Come on. You're you're pulling me down to your level, Michelle. I thought I really? really when I got up this morning, I thought it was woke. <laughs> Forget I'm that. I'm going to have to ask for the second time this episode, who's the real prostitute? Come on. <laughs> that must be my catchphrase. I love that. I, it should be a t-shirt. I hey can't guys. imagine the Dirty Stayouts coming out with a t-shirt that would say anything different. I like it because it would be confusing. People would look at you as you walk down the street and they would say, I don't know what you're trying to represent to me with this. T-shirt. If I saw somebody with a T-shirt that said, who's the real prostitute, I would think that there was a political lean on it. They'd be like, oh, probably those fat cats in Washington, probably those jokers in Washington, D.C. are the real. Yeah, <laughs> Washington, D.C. Uh, Maryland. Yep. <laughs> Front and center. Back and to the left. Back and to the left. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that, yo, that, re <laughs> that reminds me of a certain body part that belongs to me on Christmas, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, I couldn't get an erection. Oh my god! Right? Is I was so gonna. How I don't did know. you accomplish anything if you didn't get an erection? I was. Nothing was. I mean, it's a personal question. This is a but... personal story. Right. Right. So <laughs> like. Story, yeah. <laughs> Okay. No answer. <laughs> um. You yeah, okay? Well, let's put it this way. There's nothing more pitiful. <laughs> 
than attempting to masturbate with a completely soft dick. <laughs> you just, it only requires you. Your th- oh my god! Michelle! She fell head first into her bowl of soup. She's drowning in her bowl of Son soup. Son of a bitch! Oh no. Son of a bitch! It's literally. Yeah, it's literally like it takes the, the finesse of like uh, threading the eye of a needle. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. The thing is, yeah, the beauty of prostitution is it's like no matter what, either it's just like, okay, you pay for some sex. That's kind of fun. Or it's just like so completely just like like self-deprecating. And so it's either it's it's always going to be like you're always going to have a takeaway where you're like, what a fucking what a stupid experience that was. <laughs> OK, so here's a question. Just call it good old fashioned naivety or however you say it. Yep. Does anybody look for a sex worker? I'm never going to use the word prostitute, even though you're saying it all night. Would anybody ever go after a sex worker because they were good looking like, oh, I think I am in the mood for a sex worker tonight because that's that's a really attractive sex worker. Or is it just based on like pure animal need? Like, I don't care. How does would, it work? I would think, work? not to interrupt, but I would think sure. that if you saw an attractive sex worker, that would be a selling point. But I'm not sure that it's the kind of thing that you can expect or be like, you know what, I'm going to really... Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look for a pretty woman type situation. You know that's mm. prob- that probably is one of the more annoying parts of being a sex worker is that I bet there's all kinds of do goody you know middle class yuppie types who are like I- I'm gonna I'm gonna get you out of this life and they're like no no this mm. is my this, this is my job that I'm yep. doing that I chose and uh, you know in certain situations I bet the Richard Gere yeah. type. Like usually when I'm perusing when I'm perusing the uh, the websites, I um, I'm not I'm usually not looking for uh, someone like I'm not usually my prerequisite is in do I have a crush on this person exactly, but it is a weird kind of it is a weird kind of thing like it is interesting like what yeah what criteria like what is the what like what is the breakdown like what's the dip, like what criteria do I have in like regular life with like regular partners but then there's such like a variance. In like what I'm like, there's I don't think there's the very, I don't think I set out with a very specific. It's kind of like, um, yeah, I don't have like a particular like type or a situation like that I'm looking for. It's just kind of like instinct. I'm like, oh okay. Or when I say instinct, I probably what I should say is addiction. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, no, nah, everything's good. Everything's fine. Don't worry about me, guys. I'm doing okay, great. Then. Everything's fine over here. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, we haven't heard from Ryan. Ryan. You want me to talk about, about week? my week? Uh, I'm going to do Talk about it. your week, boss. All right. I got some stuff going on. Uh, cool. So er- earlier this week, I played music with an old band of mine that uh, had broken up about five years ago. And this is, let nobody ever say that Facebook never, ever yielded anything positive because friend of mine facebook was like hey remember five years ago when you played uh your only show with uh, this band it was a metal band called mirror writing and <laughs> he called me and my brother up who's the bass player and said hey it's been five years i just built this new studio and i haven't had anybody in it because of pandemic what do you say you guys uh come down and, and check it out because i'd like to at some point re-record 
all this uh, stuff that I've sitting here that, that we did that we never really finished for whatever reason. So I said, all right, and we went down and uh, had a really nice time. I realized how out of practice I was in a number of ways that my my hands felt like like dead meat after uh, like maybe 10 or 15 minutes trying to play lead guitar really, really fast because it's been yeah. like a pretty pretty long time since I did that. But But even more, I realized I never learned how to like scream properly, you know. Right, I, I, right, I've been right, in a right. number of, number of groups, and some of the time I, I I can sing. I'm pretty decent at singing, but when it comes time for like a extreme metal sort of genre, I never like those guys must have a way that they do it that they can do it night after night without blowing out their vocal cords. But I don't know what it is, and so I am a little hoarse. <laughs> so you're pony. Absolutely. Aww. I am a I am a a little <laughs> So I got yeah, I got to so figure it out. I'm sure there's YouTube videos. Yes, I was just going to say. I don't know who I would like uh, like a like a like a cannibal corpse type. Like if I could choose my own what my metal voice would sound like, it would be like a real low growly oh, register. Yeah. I'd like to be able to do like a. <laughs> like, I can't, it just sounds like like a muffle. Like it. it I, I really. I'm curious. So. Okay, so there's this lady on YouTube. Um, because I was on YouTube trying to, because I was trying to like learn how to play guitar and sing and all that sort of stuff. Like maybe a couple years ago on YouTube, and there's this blonde, very attractive girl who's got a series of different like heavy metal style, you know, vocal lessons. Mm -hmm. She'll show you how to growl properly so that way you're not destroying your vocal cords and everything. I'll have to, uh, once we're done here, I'll have to look her up and then maybe send that message over to you with her name and everything. But she's got a series of different, with different styles of growling too. Like all, and I think she did something on Cannibal Corpse because it sounds familiar because I know that's one of the more popular, the kids like the Cannibal Corpse. Yep, that, that that 90s uh tampa florida fort lauderdale somewhere yes, somewhere like Pablo. that hell yeah <sighs> i just wanted to say that ryan it is out there i'll have to i'll get you her name but i've i knew a there. i knew a guy that sang it uh, in a metal band and he'd always describe it as pretty much just like really loud whispering like it, it's like whatever whatever the vocal just like mm -hmm. throwing a whole bunch of air through it without like it like engaging i don't know like maybe the larynx or something mm -hmm. but it's a very yeah i remember i used to practice back in like 2004 i had uh ashes of the wake by uh lamb of god and i would just listen to it over and over and i and at one mm -hmm. point i think i almost figured out how to do the metal scream and i've definitely since lost it because i attempted to do a karaoke song i think it was some metal in oh my god did my throat hurt i couldn't even i couldn't even whisper sweet nothings to the loves of my life for a while <laughs> <laughs> i could scream insults at them though which was nice that's good but um all right so yeah that's i love oh my god i would give it all i would literally give up everything to be in a metal band everything i do is just um just trying to angle away to be in a metal band God, that looks so fun. I can't wait to design like a some kind of a, a graphic for it. That's what it's all about. Music is all about just uh, making up graphics and thinking of names for stuff. Somebody the other day was like, oh, I've been uh, playing uh, in a band. 
And I said, what are you guys called? They said, we haven't thought of a name yet. And I was stunned because I was like, that is always the very first thing that I. Right. The, the only reason that a band exists is so that you have somewhere to write the stupid name that you thought of. Could be a <laughs> words, could be a, a yeah. you know, a violent torture device. Mm -hmm. Could be, could be either. <laughs> I wonder if those are the only bands that actually succeed, though. Is if the music truly does come first, and then the and then and then the band name afterwards. Because you think a lot of the great bands out there have the worst names in the world. The Beatles, piece of shit name, horrible name, hmm. in my humble opinion. Yeah, but did you ever stop <laughs> and think about that it's a double entendre? It's the B-A-T, because the, they stay oh. on. Yeah, was, you're I right. Whoa, Ryan! I, fucked, I didn't even think about that. I think I was an adult the first time I thought about that, and I was like, oh, I'm stupid as shit. Check. Mate, <laughs> checkmate, my dear boy. <laughs> what else is what else is going on? I watched. Uh, I don't know if either of you guys saw this Netflix uh, Richard Ramirez the Night Stalker documentary. Okay. I watched. Okay. I watched it in one sitting on like Saturday morning at like eight thirty. Jesus, and it, Brian. And it it, it, it it was a great documentary, but it, it made me think like, what is our fascination? with uh, serial killers and criminals. And especially, this is an interesting story because uh, not what he did, but the fact that when they arrested him for all these terrible things, he was one of those guys that had like marriage proposals and he got a, a great deal of fan mail in prison because nice. ladies would look at him with his long hair and his, they let him wear sunglasses at his trial. And I was like, what kind of lenient ass judge? <laughs> Let's see. Why don't you just let him put his fucking boots up on the, you know, on the law table? So there's there's women like packing the courtroom and they're like, I want to I want to marry him. He's so sexy. And it, if you don't know this and I actually didn't know part, he was his M.O. was that he would sneak into people's houses and then he would shoot the 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 man in the head and then he would uh, uh rape and cut up the lady but he also fucked a bunch of kids and <gasps> which which i am I also didn't know that. i didn't know that either to so that's, i did learn something that, from this documentary that's where i draw the line but <laughs> imagine yeah, being, imagine being a young woman who's like right. this, this is the guy this is the i don't know which one of these people in the situation i want to be but he can either shoot me in the head or cut me up or, you know, it's uh, mm -mm. what's That's cool a point. about it. Yeah, Michelle, explain. Why are women so foolish? What's going on here? <laughs> oh, are women so foolish? <laughs> you, oh, gee, Matt. Speak for the, speak for your gender. <laughs> are you uh, Richard Ramirez days behind women? you? <laughs> Listen, I I'm know actually... it's men, and then I'll explain why men uh, sorgil kill. I can't tell you why women are foolish because I am the exception to the rule. I am hyper vigilant. So being a hyper vigilant individual, I am anything but anybody's fool because I am five steps ahead of everybody. So don't ask me about being a fool, honey, because I don't know. Oh, and there we go again with honey. And honey. you're Cinderella. What? I don't know if you're, are you being facetious? Well, cause you said nobody's fool. So I said, well, you must be Cinderella. Oh shit. The fucking 80s Did I reference. get the song? That's was a that great reference, man. Was that Rad again? Was it the band Rad again though? <laughs> no, round and round we go. 
I was no. so embarrassed by that because <laughs> I I'm sold it so hard. That's I, such a great reference. I'm I so did something so bad. I also good. had an embarrassing faux pas last episode Ooh. that I may or may not be editing out because while we were talking <laughs> about, while we were talking about the most overrated bands, I in right. my uh, in my haste to talk shit about Led Zeppelin. I said that their drummer was Keith Moon, where who hey, the, her- <laughs> the drummer for the Who, famously. I was I, I like a fucking that. idiot. I let it. I just let it go. And then I'll have you know, I let. I made a decision to just let that one go. Don't you I, edit that out? And then I couldn't give you that same courtesy, like a like a total. I just no, it's you Dave Ryan. To- it, I was trying to like sort of nonchalantly uh, drop that rat correction in there rather than be. Like, it was good. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was. Oh my god! I wouldn't have it any the, uh, any other way because you. I, it's that is, but that's so funny because I remember I was like, because then I was like, well, maybe is he talking about the who? So like, is he like, is he like tangentially like just bringing up other drummers and stuff? But then I was like, oh no! But then. I don't know. I didn't. I I'm such a people pleaser. I was like, no, nah, I'm just I'm just gonna let Ryan be Ryan. I honestly, my my insecurity <laughs> was like, even though I was like, I know he's talking about John Bonham, but I'm like, maybe Ryan is actually right because I think I just I think I assume that you definitely always have the right answers about music because I, I said it with confidence. <laughs> you really did. Yeah, you just dropped it in there. You weren't like there was no like uh hemming or hawing. You're like, yeah, you know, Led Zeppelin, we got fucking, you know, Stevie Nicks on lead guitar over here. And uh Well, I kept naming other members of the Who because I was like, you know, <laughs> Keith Moon. And then I said, and then I said their bass player, John Enwistle, and I caught myself on that one, but it wasn't until later that I was like, I should have just gone the whole way and been like, and and the the Led Zeppelin's lead guitar player, Pete Townsend, who was just <laughs> doing research on pedophiles for a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have his book too, and I can't wait to read the pedophile parts. <laughs> Make it all worthwhile, you know. Oh, you too. <laughs> uh, you too. Yeah, that's my favorite. Uh, my other favorite drummer from Led Zeppelin's in that. Band. So, that's, so that's pretty much my week, you know. Oh, I want to let me show you. I got these new slippers. I got some. Check it out. These are my Uggs. <gasps> those look so yum, comfortable. Yum. Yeah, those look. Pretty- those look delicious, my friend. They're For ice- listeners, I want to like, describe these gorgeous things. They, I like, I can almost feel them on my feet. Very thick, white, fluffy on the bottom. Uh, oh my god! And then just like an array of pink, purple, mm-hmm. white over the foot. Still very cushy on the top and the bottom. Like he's got at least three inches of cushion at the bottom, That's plus sweet. a strap in the back. Do I see that to secure your yep. foot? Oh yeah. Jeez, so, Louise, Papa it looks geez. like some lambs you a fur. picture bright they look like big bird yellow <laughs> lambs fur is what that is like a it pimp looks... would wear around the house <laughs> <laughs> it looks like half a pack of lifesavers <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious lounging in comfort yeah let me get one good for you ryan those are great like that shit yeah, yeah good for you I'm going to show you the ones that I picked up for myself because I also recently picked up slippers, but they're nowhere near as cool as yours. They're just boring. Nice. Oh, my God. 
Don't ever show me those slippers after Ryan showed me his slippers. Is this enough talking about <laughs> really? slippers to call this episode slippery when wet? <gasps> Please do. Oh, On a steel horse I ride. <laughs> slippery, excuse me. Just to make it a little contemporary for the kids. Well, hey, listeners, guess what time it is now? What time is it, Mommy? Pico, <laughs> your topic. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let me get only... a cilantro. Let me get them little onions. Let me get a little, little, little baby tomato, plum tomatoes over there. Oh, yeah. Only tonight is off the train because it's all trivia. Look at Ryan doing his happy dance. Hell yeah. Yo, yo Dim Teeth is fucking clean because he just did the floss, bro. <laughs> <gasps> ah! Yeah, I... Oh my god. No, I'm not even gonna go there. Not even gonna go there. Whoa, Michelle, don't go there. Go there. No, I'm gonna go there. (laughs) I I have been mulling over having another another mini series called Michelle Teaches the Guys Dance. And it stems from the Roger Rabbit, because now I'm actually able to do a good Roger Rabbit without injury. But I was like, hmm, I wonder if the guys know how to floss. And you just said if, it right there, Matt. You're not yo, a fool. You you know my motto. Yeah. If it's on, if it ain't if it ain't the Charleston, I don't fuck with that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the gentleman he has standards. I okay. like my, my only dance move is the the dance move that Sinbad taught in first kid. Just the pelvic thrust, baby, over and over and over again. Daniel. I like the. Do you remember the the dance uh, from the Limp Biscuit video, Faith? Of that, course, that, that yes. Fred Durst does. That was that was my jam. And uh, honestly, I bet that if I attempted to do that dance now, I would hurt myself. <laughs> you always, yeah. That was whenever I used to rock and roll. I would emulate Fred Durst. It's like it's like whatever that like the jump and like the backwards like hen bang and then like the he really he he is there any better rocker than Frederick Dursty? <laughs> did you did you see his movie? It's on. It's fucking on my list, dude. I'm here's sometimes when I am really like I'll most likely see a movie that I just kind of want to see, but when there's a movie that I want to see so bad, mm-hmm. sometimes I it's I find it difficult to pull the trigger. I'm just like I'm anticipating this movie so incredibly much. I've heard a lot of interviews with him about the movie. But I I'm, 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 I'm a big fan. It. I recommend it. It's... All right, I'll watch it. This is my this is my um this is my uh uh this is what I say to the public. I will listen to and for my Pico, talk about your Pico week next week. You'll have my full review <laughs> of the Fred Durst movie. What's the name of it again? The Fanatic. That's right. <laughs> hmm. I did. I did watch. What did I watch? A uh, big fan or whatever. The Patton Oswalt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that not the, the that. Uh, completely unrelated. Just uh, uh, free associating. People make movies. Hey, you know we all. Was, I, I oh. saw that movie, Big Fan, though with Patton. It was dark. It was dark for Patton Oswalt. Like. I did not like his character. Oh, what is that? Well, a, he, is that a Netflix? Is that a? Well, that like a, movie is I. I just watched it last week, and I want to say it's on the streaming service Vudu, Walmart streaming service. Do you know I spring for the Walmart streaming service over every other service? Every I like Vudu too. 
like when I get like a new DVD player or something that has streaming ability, it always wants me to download Voodoo, and I'm like, I don't, I don't even like most of the. I just found out that my I got a smart TV not long ago, and it comes with its own like cable like. Uh, they're like, if you just watch ads, you can watch like cable channels pretty much. And I was like, oh, you mean like how cable works? Right, right, right. <laughs> it's it's like commercials, but it's uh, it's I don't know from a satellite or a, a Wi-Fi or radio wave. I don't know how they're getting it to me. I just know that they're getting it to me, and I don't think I'm paying for it. That's fucking cool, man. The yeah. service called Pluto TV. I think you can get it on the like the Roku or whatever. You can't be that. That's another good movie. Fire Pluto Stick Nash TV. <laughs> <laughs> fire stick that yeah, reminds me on uh christmas day jesus <laughs> and, and so does he <laughs> oh, i'm gonna go yeah, back, back really bet. quick about this the only physical we description uh description we've gotten for the sex worker so far was big hat so i keep when you keep big hat yeah yeah when i keep uh, picturing it, you keep rebringing it up, and the hat gets bigger and bigger every time. <laughs> Where at this point, you keep going back to it, and this woman, her face is a hundred percent obscured by her giant hat, and I don't know what else she's wearing. So I'm picturing like a nice flowery sundress, although in December it wouldn't be. So probably like a uh, a, a house coat, right, Mike? Or a, a, a fur, like a, a leopard house coat that's got like animal hair stuck to it and stuff. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty much like what you said, but then add the word hoochie mama. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matthew, you Just are fuck, you are a complete and utter disgrace. <laughs> no, you are not. The you question have lived, remains, sir. Matthew, you have do, you, lived. do you add or dis or dis, just detract from society? <laughs> oh, Matthew. All what right. This, what we got our, here? This Let's is trivia. So this is trivia. Let's okay. get let's get pumped up for some fucking dirty stay outs trivia. Where? Now this is gonna be like any other dirty stay outs kind of a fun game type thing. Ryan's getting all kicked back. Uh, Max and chillax. So now I have I have the questions here and I can see all the answers. So basically I'm out of the I don't have to worry about answering questions. I'm Michelle, basically Matthew. I, I think I'll take over this segment from here because what you don't <laughs> realize <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, my dear boy. <laughs> Michelle, my dear boy. Yes, Matthew. Sit back. Maybe you'll learn a little something. <laughs> Are you going to talk me... about the prostitutes some more? All right, Michelle. I have, okay, so I sent both you and Ryan completely different set of questions and answers. <laughs> uh-huh. Do you have of those course. at the ready? Yeah, I got them. Of so, course you did. And oh. so, <laughs> so Michelle, those will be only the questions that you'll be reading. And so when it's, this is how I was thinking of looking at it. <laughs> you take one of the cards, one of the pictures of the cards, which has four different questions from four different genres of movie. Sure. And I, the way I see this is we all take turns. Like if I go first, 
I'll read the first one, the second one, the third one, and the fourth one. Not all at once. Okay. But then, I'll, so we'll just sort of all take turns being the host of the game. That's a good idea. And I then, like and then at the very end, we add up who is uh, who's got the most points. Oh, points! And I could not to- have. This is brilliant, Matt. So kudos to you for coming up with a brilliant system. More organization than I could have mustered. So, <laughs> well, uh, it's like. There could be some critique on me because I just sent a screenshot of a trivia card with zero explanation beyond that. <laughs> it's but, true uh, you did, but... So there, just, you just had to infer uh, with very little uh, information with my implication. So the way I see it is I'll, maybe I'll start being the host first. And okay. what you guys okay. need to think of is what is your buzzer sound effect? So I okay. know who buzzed in first. Cool, and cool. Ryan, okay, cool, so cool. we're going to... So that's going to be a woohoo. That'll be Ryan. It's like a cuckoo. And then yeah. Michelle, what's your buzzer? I'm going with a good old fa- old fashioned. <laughs> Perfect. All right. You like that? All hey, right, guys. Before we get started, can you guys help me pick out which of these chapsticks, these uh, holiday <clears throat> seasonal chapsticks to put on? Which tonight? one was the gross one, Ryan? We looked at those last week. Which one was the gross one that we told you you shouldn't use at all? I don't know. I put, I put, uh, I, don't, I don't know what flavors they are. I can just, I got candy cane, reindeer. Okay. Santa and nothing. Based on based on design alone. Move it back over here. You keep moving it. I want you to do the one that's the one next to Santa. It was to the left of Santa, the green one. Oh, Not the soldier, but on the other side. Okay, that's a reindeer. Are you gonna put chapstick on in front of me again? I'm gonna tell you what flavor it is. Because you just picked it. It would be cruel to alright, you ready? <laughs> Turn right, ready? Ready, ready right now. <laughs> A couple, and couple boys. No. Oh, oh God, you guys are the worst. Michelle, <laughs> Michelle, tell them what you see. Michelle, tell them what right you see. Right now, I see Matt and Ryan, and they're both putting on chapstick, and it's killing me. I can't even talk about it. I can't right, even Michelle, talk about this. This one's Michelle, cherry do, flavored. Do me I, you made a good deci- choice, Michelle. Oh, Michelle. good. When you're talking about our chapstick, make sure to use your offline voices. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I, I just, I, hey, I'm only teasing. They said we have to, they said we're supposed to be uh, edgy in this episode. So I'm just trying to acquiesce. Okay. All right. By the way, brilliant takeover of this segment, Matt. I just <laughs> am tickled right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is a hostile takeover. I'm the captain now. You know, like the popular movie uh, with Tom Tom Hanks. You guys are going to be pissed when I start hijacking this thing and glazing everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that, what what is it? What is this? uh, uh, Christmas Day? Okay. So, (laughs) all right, Michelle, and what is your, what what is your sound effect for buzzing in? (laughs) All right. uh, Perfect. I want, wait, can I change it? I want something better. I want something different. Something Something less ladylike, please. That's like, yeah. Like a, a lavender doily version of a, a buzzer sound. I want yeah, ding ding. Oh, perfect. A little better. Like, like ding, you're doing. Wait, wait. I want to change doing... mine to donkey noise. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that was just a joke. I'm going to, I'm going to stay with my original noise. Ryan, that yeah. donkey sounds like Eliza Doolittle at the beginning of My Fair Lady in Michelle's. <laughs> sounds like post rain in Spain falls mainly on the ground. You've done that. You know what? Sometimes I catch you doing that quote sometimes after I say something and I'm like, is he trying to say that I am being grammatically incorrect or like, 
I get your My Fair Lady references. Don't you think that's no. lost on me? <laughs> totally not lost on me. I appreciate that. Letting I'm you the, know. I'm the kind of guy that knows uh, like three things and then I reference them ad nauseum. <laughs> All right, you guys. So we have our buzzing noises and I'm going to read this question slowly but surely. Okay. And feel free to buzz in before I finish the question. I always do. And um, the first let me know when you have this. Okay. The first category <laughs> is comedy slash cartoon. Okay. Y'all ready for this? In what Rob Reiner cult classic does the band's guitar amps go up to <laughs> Michelle? Spinal Tap. Uh, I need the full name, please. This is Spinal Tap. Correct. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's one point for the Michelle. And I'll keep track of the score over here. Me too. I'm not getting wrong. Well, I'll keep track of the score. Yeah, you don't. Well, I'll keep track of the score. In the... <laughs> oh, this is something I, okay. This is, I could have had this prepared before time because this is taking me a long time to write Michelle's name. And then I'm going to use the system of like keeping track of how long you've been in jail. Of writing the lines on the wall. Oh, All right, okay. Michelle, <laughs> Ryan, and my name is, of course, Matthew. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Listeners, Perhaps. feel free to play along with us too if you know the answers. Yep. Make sure you're okay. So, Michelle out to an early lead. The next category, or as I like to say, category, <laughs> is action adventure. Oh. What tough guy in Army of Darkness says, good, Cuckoo. bad? Okay, Ryan. Do, do you want the character name or the actor name? It's it, we're, acting, we're looking for the character name, my friend. That would be uh, Ash. Correct, Armando, Pablo. Well done, Ryan. Well done, Ryan. Okay. Correct, Armando. Okay, you guys. <laughs> neck, neck and neck. It is neck and neck. It's one, one love. <laughs> one one love as a as a Rastai Farian might say. <laughs> right. Drama slash musical shall be the next category. Who won an Oscar for directing Platoon? Ding ding. Michelle. Oliver Stone. Correct, Armando. Michelle, you now have something called. Oh. Uh, oops, I accidentally give Ryan's last point to Michelle. Woo! <laughs> Sorry. All right, it's uh -huh. two to one. Two to one, daddy -o, two to one. The last uh, category, or shall I say this category, is called horror slash sci-fi. Oh. Here we go. What did, what did Candyman have instead Cuckoo. of a right hand? Shit, I <laughs> That would be a hook. Yes. yes. I, I was gonna, uh, I knew Justin that. Hoffman as the hook. Well, <laughs> after round one, we have a completely tied up game. Wow. I'm getting crazy. So now what let's happened? see how Matthew and there I guarantee Matthew will do a lot more poorly than his competitors. But I'll I'll give it I'll give it the old college try. I'll do my very goddamn okay. best. Who's, and who's, who's next? Who wants to read next? Who wants to read next? I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay, Ryan, reading. The, oh, and my, 
And my uh, call, my uh, sound effect is gonna be Aruga. Oh, good one. <laughs> that was a good one. All right. The first category is comedy slash cartoon, and the question Perfect. is as follows: <laughs> Who played Hunter S. Thompson in Aruga? Uh, Michelle. Uh, Johnny Depp. All right. That is incorrect. I will finish reading the question. Who played Hunter S. Thompson in Where the Buffalo Roam? I don't know. (laughs) That would be Bill Murray. Oh, no. Nobody nobody gets the point. I could have just kept reading the question. I was a little gotcha moment. It's for ratings. (laughs) I got to be cognizant of ratings here. The next category is action adventure. Ooh. And the question is as follows. How does John Malkovich prefer to disguise and carry weapons in red there's the, the flash of the camera is blocking out the second half of the movie, but red something. I think red's the name of the movie. Red? Just red? Because it's about retired, like, oh. old. Okay. Well, then in red. I don't know. I don't know either. I didn't know this one uh, either. It's in, inside a stuffed pig. Oh, weird, 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 weird decision. Okay. I... I give. I would almost give partial credit to Michelle just for even knowing that movie that I don't think I've ever heard of. But I'm not going yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, thanks. No credit, oh, baby. Remember that, Ryan Arnold. In the category <laughs> of drama musical. Okay. The question is as follows. <laughs> what was the name of Nicole Kidman's character in Moulin Rouge? This is a multiple choice. Oh my god. Silky, sateen, or Wooly. Ding, ding. Michelle. Satin. That is correct. Ah. It should have been Wooly. I like that. Wooly. From now on, I would like to request that when Matt tells his Christmas story that the sex worker's name is Wooly. Aww. She had a heart of gold. Wooly, let's go down to the, the grocery store and get you some fresh vegetables to make a stew. Willie. The next category is horror sci-fi. Yikes! This is a, a true or false. Okay. True oh. or false, John Carpenter's The Thing takes Aruga. place... Aruga! True. False. Ah! <laughs> you, had a, you had a 50-50 shot there, and I really admire that you went for it. Can I take it, Ryan? Can I take it since he didn't guess it, right? Well, it's false, and if you can guess, if you can correct uh, what the falsehood is, true or false, John Carpenter's The Thing takes place in the Arctic. All of the above? Uh, No points awarded. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. Okay, <laughs> after round two, we have Michelle at three, Ryan at two, and Matthew at Goosey. Oh, Hova. I'm beating y'all bloody. All right, here we go. Comedy cartoon. What comedy starring actress Nia Vardalos, who falls for a man who happens to not be Greek, was filmed Aruba. on a budget? Oh. 
I, I took Michelle's uh, buzzer anyway. <laughs> I think that was Matt. This is really hard, like figuring the who did it first. Matt, I think you did it first. Uh, my big fat Greek wedding. You got it, my friend. Put yourself nice. down for a point. Good job. I'll put you down for a point. Aren't you cheating? Thank mm-hmm. you. Not on my watch. Action adventure. Who plays Mr. Brown in Reservoir Dogs? I forgot what my buzzer was, but uh, Ryan. Qu- <laughs> uh, Quentin Tarantino. You got it, buddy. Ryan. <laughs> All right. Shit. I got I got excited and I just made like a noise, so. It's <laughs> <laughs> That's okay too. Just making an instinctive guttural noise ah, is also ah. good. Yeah. Some Three Stooges noise. I'm Shemp. <laughs> All right. Drama musical. What is a monster's ball according to the movie by the same name? Ah. Um. I, I I do not know. I'm trying to think of a joke answer, just so you know. <laughs> okay, I, thought, I know you've got something cooking. I can see it all over your face, Ryan. Like <laughs> the inquisitive. Nope. I don't. It was... You have anything? <laughs> all right. I, I don't think a joke works if there's a preamble of <laughs> moments and moments of silence. Jeez. I'm not a comedy master, but <laughs> I don't. Well... I think if you preface it with long silence and then say that you're thinking of a joke, I think it's unlikely for a joke to work after that. But maybe with this amount of preamble and then my explanation of it not working, that's just, all right, Michelle, what you got? So the answer is a party thrown for prisoners before an execution. That's what I said. That's exactly, I don't know. More like I didn't hear it, so you don't balls. get the point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Ryan, I was going to give you a little bit of, like, half a point for coming up with a joke or trying to, but you didn't, so I didn't. No, yeah. Damn. He it was blocked gonna, my point. It was going to be about balls. That's what the joke was going <laughs> to... Oh, well, now I might... No, I'm not going to. I can't Take it, can't take it. Use it, use it, use it. Use it in your act. Use it for your Vegas residency. Yeah. More cool. like monsters' balls. <laughs> Brilliant. I'll be here all week. Oh, here we go. This is a good one. This is an easy one. Now you really got to listen because I got to figure out one of you. You both are probably going to chime in at the same time on this. Horror sci-fi. What character is Bella Lugosi best known for playing? Ryan. (laughs) That would be be Dracula, right? Ah. Now, I've got a second card of questions. As do I. Okay. Then. It's a two-card night. Deuces. Are we two gonna keep? Night. Are we gonna keep best going? You think? Ever. Th- yeah. Why not? Three dogs, right. two cards, best offer. Fuck. Well, I have yeah, I have infinity of these cards, so we're we're not worried about ever running out of questions. I love it. I don't have this? any other, and I don't have any other friends to play this mm-hmm. with. I'm always on the lookout for a good trivia game. I love this. I would be very pleased if our entire podcast is just self-indulgent us playing games. <laughs> Rebranding. Maybe, yeah. Why not fucking do it? Well, so since we each have... So I have one more card. Ryan, you have one more card? I do indeed. Do you want to go around and do at least another card's worth each? And then I've got two 
trivia questions that I made up for you guys. Like, yes, absolutely. Let's I keep it going. Ones. Yeah, I'm. I'm Let's in. Do this shit, bro. In for it. I'm into the into the the flow. You know. Actually, since we're in transition, and I'm I am a person who needs instant gratification. Since uh, we're in transition from going to a new round of cards, can I interject with one of my trivia questions? Yeah, okay. And it won't it. disappoint. It will not disappoint. I love not being disappointed. I, I like, know. Me too. But I like when my expectations are met. Which famous Hollywood director appeared on Golden Girls episode titled Sophia's Wedding? As an Elvis impersonator. I don't know if I'm right about this, but I'm going to say Orson Welles. <laughs> Matt, I'm going to also get your idea. I'm going to I'm going to get your answers, and then I'm going to tell you if either of you are right. I really uh, as an Elvis impersonator. I'm going to go with Alfred Hitchcock. Good one. <laughs> Wow, you two. You guys, first of all, I I don't want to call you ageists, but you both chose elderly gentlemen because I said Golden Girls, and you are going to be astounded when I tell you who it is. I bet I won't, but go ahead. Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> oh, weird. Beautiful, beautiful. Yep, Elvis impersonator. Okay, that's it. Back to the cards. And Do I have a sign over my garage that says <laughs> Golden Girls? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh no, <laughs> Golden Girls storage isn't my business. <laughs> That's so stupid. It doesn't even work at all. Matthew, <laughs> why don't you say round and round again, you fucking dud? Um, Matthew, quit beating yourself up. Sorry, I, I, Hannah Gatsby told me not to self-deprecate. I'm sorry. I'll try to be better. You shouldn't self-deprecate. Yeah, you're, you're, you're hitting yourself harder than the drummer of the Led Zeppelin, Tommy. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my God! Here comes the mayhem. <laughs> so. <laughs> Michelle, please. Oh, it's my turn. Oh, I'm back. Yes, Matthew, you're up. <laughs> Daddy's back in the saddle. All right, here, let me pick a card, any card. All right. All right, gumshoes, are you ready for this? <laughs> okay. Which actor was left alone in the movie Home Alone? I did that was <laughs> that was right, I believe. But he that's, also my, that, that's my new one, by the way. My new buzzer goes. <laughs> I think a, I'm making some a, kind a of drowning a drowning chicken. I think I'm making some kind of Chevy Chase noise. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> but <laughs> our daddy, oh, what's your what's your uh, answer, my dad? Can you spell it? Can you repeat the question? <laughs> Which actor was left alone in the movie Home Alone? That would be Macaulay Culkin. Correct, Armando. That was comedy cartoon, by the way. Next up, action adventure, everybody. Oh. Complete this telltale phrase from the movie 300. This is war. Oh. Uh, 300. I don't know what it is. Is it I... three? This is 300. All right. 
Both incorrect. <laughs> and also, wait, wait, can I have another shot? I forgot to ding in. This is personal. <laughs> <laughs> this is. This is diet. Okay. <laughs> I've got some terrible news. I'm I'm actually subtracting two points apiece. Still, <laughs> no, no. For this superfluous blather, I some take of us my, will still be okay. I take my trivia oh. very seriously. All right, you guys. So nobody gets a point on that. The answer we are looking for is this is Sparta, everybody. Oh, Sparta, man. Sparta, sure. I'm Sparta. Okay, everybody. Let's get excited. The next category is drama slash musical. Who won Oscars for his roles in both Godfather 2 and Raging Bing, Bull? Bing. Michelle? Robert De Niro? Correct. Nice. Bobby. All right, it's neck and neck, daddy. All right, guys. Here comes nothing. This is a multiple choice question and it's for the category of horror and sci-fi. What is RoboCop's real name? Murphy? Ding, ding. Michelle? Peter Weller? Incorrect. Shit. That's the fucking actor. It is Murphy. Oh. I want to say it is Murphy, I believe, right? That's correct, Ryan. Ryan with the steel. Oh, don't, don't take it so hard. Michelle wants to stop well, the steal. Well, he's calling it a steal. Wow. Michelle's going to go, go down to the capital city and protest the steal. Stop the steal. I'm going to go to your house. I'm going to stand on your lawn and I'm going to protest it. Michelle, please don't With tread on your house. <laughs> <laughs> I can be a real bad loser. I can be real bad. Well, easy, guys. Come on. Don't make me turn around this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, you guys. So now we have the recap is Ryan with a commanding lead, six. Michelle hot on his heels, four. And Matthew thus far just tasting the dust at one. <laughs> and I believe the next hostess with the mostest is Rydog. This yeah. is where I take it. Second card, baby. This is where the I take it. Category is comedy cartoon. And the question Yum. is... As follows. In trading places, Eddie Murphy traded places with what Canadian blues brother? That ding, 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 ding. has so many clues in it. Michelle, that was you. Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd is correct. Ah. Fun fact about Dan Aykroyd on the spectrum. Really? Oh. Yep. Okay. You might say he's a conehead. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that politically correct? <laughs> if <laughs> he's all up in arms about calling prostitutes sex workers, but that's all right. Well, whatever you call them, they're up in his arms. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Little play on words there. Sorry oh about that. Oh my listeners. god! Smooth up in there. Enough with the sex workers. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> oh. Is that the bullet? Is that the bullet boys or rat? Who are you, my probation officer? <laughs> <laughs> <I can't. laughs> 
And oh. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I also did adopt the ding ding ring in as well because I feel like that's the best one to go with. Yeah. You yeah. did. You make me anxious. I, I heard you and I'm like, crap. It's the same yeah. one. We'll have to replay the tape because I do believe I may have gotten a ding in before Michelle, but that's neither here nor there. Back into <laughs> the left. I think you did. We'll re listen <laughs> to the tape. And then the episode following this, I would like a full apology on my desk. An investigation. Okay. Recount. Just setting, up, setting up the controversy. With next week's Michelle's weekly series, Michelle's Apologies, <laughs> you'll get one. Yeah. Thank you. If you're going to apologize every week, we're really going to have to try harder to do more things to uh, necessitate an apology, right? Do you see what I'm doing? Now the bar is up here. What Top about, bar. how about a, a, a category that's just called her slurs and it's just, you just <laughs> yell slurs so that we, uh, who's, yep. who, who wants to be That's our ridiculous. on point QAnon person? Somebody's gotta somebody's gotta uh, go up QAnon. Slur it up, baby. All right. In the category oh. of action adventure, where was the Lord of the Rings trilogy filmed? Ding ding. Michelle. New Zealand. That is correct. Ah. Oh, I, oh, oh, I like I like oh. that New Zealand accent. It's adorable. You know? Mm. I don't know if it what will get it? on your nerves after a while. Do the I don't I didn't realize they had an accent. What is it? The New Zealand accent. It's uh it's 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 harder to do. I know that they they say they're they're short e's like short eyes. So like uh the eh, what's the eh word? Uh chemical would be like chemical. Aww. That's it's adorable. They're, and that's it why is. They, that's why they call them kiwis. Uh oh, oh like yeah. That. Mentorship, you know, what's another word? Eh, um, mentally retarded. No, not that one. <laughs> I hated when they had, and <laughs> I hated all those Kiwis. Though, New Zealand the, said it, not the, me. The end of uh, Return of the Jedi, though. Jeez. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, but save it for the apologies. <laughs> I just said that so that Michelle could apologize for me next next week. The hard ER one. You got it, right. <laughs> In the category drama musical, why is photographer L.B. Jeffries laid up in his apartment in rear window? I guess you can't. I'll guess. Ding, ding. Are your buzzers broken? Oh, good. <laughs> I'll guess. Michelle. Uh... Vertigo? No. Uh, I don't know. North by Northwest? (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't have tried. He broke Uh, his leg. The rope? Broke broken leg. I knew it was some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Some logical explanation. I sure tired of looking out of this rear window. (laughs) Pretty good, huh? Yeah. Sometimes legs just break. Oh, that would be a good one. He broke his leg. His leg. I'm not going to New Zealand accent. Wait, why do you think he broke his leg? Do you think he was uh, performing in a Broadway play? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh. And the last category on this uh, card, as, as as they call them, is horror sci-fi. True or false? It's going to be one or the other. 
Arnold Schwarzenegger goes back in time to ding, kill ding, ding. John Connor. Matthew. <laughs> True. <laughs> False. In the in the first, <laughs> in the first movie, he goes back to kill Sarah Connor. We were talking oh, about Terminator. I was, yeah, I was. I'm an idiot. Not I'm a Terminator fucking idiot. Judgment. <laughs> I'm such. I'm a fucking idiot. Wait, what movie is this from? I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. Huh? It sounds like it would come out of Paul Giamatti's mouth, like the way you're explaining it. Yeah, it really, it really does. But um, <laughs> we're looking boogie nights, everybody. We're looking for boogie nights. <laughs> is that is that William H Macy? Or the the other William H Macy, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh. <laughs> hey guys. What's up? I was gonna wait, but I can't. I can't. Can I go take well, a pee break? Yeah, we'll take. Yes. Take, take five. Take five, Daddy O. I'm gonna take this five to get even more coffee. I'm gonna regret this. All right, guys. This is right. it. I'm either gonna right, watch so myself die with failure as Ryan takes the lead, or it's just gonna remain a tie. So let's okay. get this going. Mathematics. Mathematically, Matthew cannot win, and Ryan merely needs to answer one question to defeat the Michelle. Wait a second, though, but then I've got those two bonus questions. So I am over. Okay, so here's what I'm doing with those two bonus questions. They're five points each. So, Matt, you still have a way to take it. Oh, wait, no. Shit, I already asked one of the bonus questions. And nobody got it right. Never mind. I'm all talk. You ain't getting I guess five points. The bonus questions will just be for fun. Next time we play there, this, we can, we can all bring our own personal bonus questions to the game. Oh, there dear. is one more. There's one. That sounds but, good. But there is one more bonus question that I had that was more for what I mentioned to Matt earlier. Michelle, let me tell you what I told my granddaughter. If ifs and buts were candies and nuts. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just gonna ask the questions. I'm I'm learning my lesson here. Here we go. Comedy cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Okay. You boys. You what? boys. Steve Martin's first movie was. Ding 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 ding. Matthew. Uh, the jerk. Or is the first one he was it? First one he was in or first one he wrote? Just the first uh, movie. Period. Say, all right. Is it the jerk or no? No. Okay. Uh, uh, Do you want to hear the options? It's multiple choice. Oh, okay. Well, uh, all right. I, I see. I think. I think I might know. All right. All right no no the, options. He knows it. What no are the options? options? <laughs> He's got it. Wait. Can I guess again? <laughs> oh, you can't. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Get out of here with that. She said. All right. Go on. Give me those options. All right, buddy. The jerk, Sergeant Pepper, or Pennies from Heaven. Well, I don't know what Pennies from Heaven is, so I'll. Uh, I I know that he's in the Sergeant Pepper movie with the the Bee Gees, so I'll ah. I'll say that that one that that's his first movie. Is that your final answer? Yep. And you are going with Pennies from Heaven. Sergeant Pepper. I don't know. What <laughs> oh, Pennies then from you're Heaven. right. Thank God I asked Ryan. Damn it! Uh, oh was, yeah, thank God I asked Ryan, so I could just watch you beat my ass right in front of me. I was right. gonna say Dirty Rotten Scoundrels was gonna be my guess. You know that oh, movie? Oh, that's a good movie. That's a great movie. But yeah, directed by uh, Frank Oz, aka Miss Piggy. 
No stuff. <laughs> That's a really fun fact. All right, here we go. Uh, jerk. <laughs> he hates those cans. I still think I should get the point instead of <laughs> Matt, do you want me to give you a, you know what, Matt, I am going to give you a special point. I'm going to give you a special point right now. <laughs> so Matt gets an extra point. So now Matt's got two points. Uh, Matt's got I, an extra I, bonus point. I, I do not recognize my pity point. <laughs> the you audacity. <laughs> you can turn it down. You're the one who, you're the one who said he wanted it. And so I just Matt, disclose that. I literally, I literally just finished listening to uh, the Steve Martin's audiobook, Born Standing Up, like yesterday. Great. And I wanted to read ever, that book. It's great. It's really good. But yeah. if I ever, I wanted to read that book. If ever I was gonna get a goddamn point in this game, <laughs> that should have been. The one. Yeah. And, I, and even with the multiple choice, I would have got that wrong, because I'm dumb. I'm well, not smart. I get the point. So excuse me. <laughs> 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 Good one. All right. All right, guys. Dr uh, drama musical. No, no, no. Action adventure. Oh. Which Come martial on. arts star? Uh, 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 what was that? Never mind. I was going to do a. I was just going to do another Steve Martin line, but the, the, <laughs> the mo A, the moment was over, and B, it was uh, unapplicable. Did it <laughs> but I want you to get get it out of your system, Matt, because it's gonna it's gonna stay there. So I want you to get it out of your system. Listen, I deserve the cancer that this in my system uh, <laughs> reference. I have to I have to learn to live with these things. I gotta let it go. You are full of self deprecation tonight. I don't know what's what your trip is, but you're on self deprecation all night. Take it easy. You're on. <laughs> you're on call. You're on watch. Take it all easy. Right. You're on notice. You're on notice is what I was finding in. Be good to All yourself, right. uh, The Watchmen. No, come on. Don't guess yet. I'm going to throw that answer out. Just listen to the question. Okay. Action Adventure. Which martial arts star had a bit part in Cannonball Run? Jet Li or Jackie Chan? I I'm going to say Jackie Chan. Blah, 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 Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah, you oh, hold on, Ryan. I laughed at you, but that doesn't mean you're right. I was going to just tell you you're right because I laughed at you because you were funny. What's the I'm truth? awful. What did you say? I said not. Well, I said the opposite of Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> what did Ryan say? I said Jackie Chan. You're correct. Okay. <laughs> that was, I Ryan guess. just beat the pants off both of us, man. I didn't know. All Is right. it true? Don't ever touch a black man's radio. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. I don't do the best Chris Tucker impression. I'll be the first to admit it. <laughs> Oh, Matthew. I, I was trying to formulate a Chris Tucker impression, but I did Beaker from the Muppets. <laughs> I was trying to... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now I want to try Chris Tucker. I'm going to try Chris Tucker. Oh, my God. You're going to get us canceled with this. I know it. Oh, she, she's going to drop the oh, name bomb. Oh, no, that's not it. That's it. I'm going to stop oh, right there. Oh, my God. I'm going to stop right it. there. You just screamed the N-word? No, I said, oh, man. I said, oh, man. Uh, you stop it. I'm not oh, look at sure you stirring the pot. Me, 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 oh, my God. Matthew Pot Stirrer. That's me, not me, what me. I said. Money talks, mother Money talks, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michelle. Oh, God. Guys. All right. All right. All right. Drama musical. 
What? You. <laughs> right there. What? <laughs> I said I'm I said I'm Chris Tucker now. <laughs> <laughs> the word I would say the very the very worst part about Zoom is telling your bad jokes and then having your co-host not hear them. <laughs> And then could literally stop everything for you to repeat a joke <laughs> that didn't work the first time. And it then, works. Oh. It works. It doesn't it's really hilarious. work. Thank it, you, Michelle. I know you think I'm being too nice, but I'm laughing because I think it's funny. I don't know if you guys think I'm a robot here, but. <laughs> well, okay. It hadn't occurred to me up until now, but now I am very suspicious that Michelle is a robot. Yeah. <laughs> Because just, why else would she say that? Just like a robot to throw you off the track of like thinking that she's a robot by implying that it's like, oh, is that like a robot? Yeah. A, a, does a human talk about how they're not a robot? No, that's robot shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have to do that. I don't know the, what the Dunning-Kruger test. That's not the name of it. <laughs> <Very close. laughs> but, uh, I guess You'll never know if I am or am, if I'm not a robot. Maybe you won't find until the end of the world when my people rise up and we take you take over the humans. Oh, she's one of those kinds of robots. I think you got to, in this day and age, be careful about uh, talking about your people rising up. You know what? That's a really good point. You guys always catch me on this shit. On next week's Michelle's Corner of Apology. That's it's like, terrific. Dude, I swear like that I only ended up on 4chan because I was trying to find a website devoted to Jackie Chan. And <laughs> I just got in, indoctrinated and radicalized and yeah. now I am a white supremacist terror cell and I just wanted to talk about Rush Hour 2 with some like-minded individuals. You just wanted to see Jackie Chan have sex with children, like an adult. Ryan, by the way, I have to tell you, your lips look very smooth right now. I can oh, see the you. sheen coming off of them from like the half a stick of chapstick you've already applied to them. Oh, that's not sheen. That's Emilio Estevez. <laughs> <laughs> you make me fuck on you guys. Oh my God. You guys make me so happy that I say things sometimes. Mich I Michelle, and also in this trivia game, you might say Ryan is winning. It <laughs> <laughs> also, the members Matthew. of this podcast is literally two and a half men. <laughs> <laughs> and, and another thing. Um, no, no, I didn't have one more thing. You all set? All right, here we go. Drama musical. In what film was Burt Reynolds nominated for an Oscar for his ding, portrayal? Ding, 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 ding. Matthew. Uh, Boogie Nights. Yeah. All right. Ooh. I'm glad you got a point, man. Good for you, buddy. Two points. The aforementioned. Ah, two points. I feel good. I feel good. All right, here we go. Last one. Horror sci-fi. Described as a Western on wheels, what film used 150 stunt people, including Cirque du Soleil performers and Olympic athletes? Wah, 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 wah. Let me say it again? Please. Okay. Um, okay. Described as a Western on wheels, what film used 150 stunt people, including Cirque du Soleil performers and Olympic athletes? 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess the Road Warrior is what I'm gonna guess. Hmm. Matthew, any guesses? Oh wait, no, you chimed in. I should be asking oh, for a guess. Can I, I can I guess again? Ding ding ding. No, Ryan, that was not the right answer. Okay. Matthew, can I do? Can I say the right answer? You can if you have it. Is it Mad Max Fury Road? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. 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 Before I say yes, I'm gonna verify the. Yes, it is. Yes, it is, Matthew. All right, I'll take my pity point for that. It's not a pity point if you get the if you get it right. Gosh. Okay, I'm gonna take my uh, well earned point. Okay, that's what I, I, want I should get a half a point for that because I guessed the original version of the yeah. movie <laughs> was the answer. Ryan Arnold. <laughs> that's, that's Ryan right. Arnold. I'm yeah. going to be the last person to grant you half a point because you had me on your little half a point fishing reel and you oh. decided to throw me back into the river instead of giving me my half a point. So Half a point fishing reel. <laughs> you guys, this podcast is getting really crazy. <laughs> I know, I know. We're insane. Uh, We're insane. So that's trivia. So who won trivia tonight? Um, okay, let me tell you the scores and I already But by according to my unless I get last track, only by one point we have Rydog. Ooh. Ooh, golly. Squeaked, squeaked by. So this is it looks like at least two of our co-hosts are very neck and neck competitors. And this So here's where Here's where I'm gonna make it good. Here's where I'm gonna I'm gonna up the ante a little bit. I'm gonna give Matt an opportunity to actually take the game if he answers okay. this question right. I've got Perfect. that one special trivia question left that I didn't get to All shoot right. off, and it has to do with corn. Okay. And I believe the album was Shoots and Ladders, oh. and the name of the nope. song is This Town. What no, popular no... '80s female band originally wrote and performed This Town? Good question. Um, I don't know the answer. I didn't know Corn has an album called Shoots and Ladders. I know they have. A I song might be Shoots wrong. I don't know. It's. I don't think I'm right, Matt. I also I will be I'm honest. Right. I probably in 1999 I completely jumped off of the Corn train. So, and I recognize no. they they've been a band ever since. Well, this so is I, the album with Blind on it. I don't remember the name of. It. I was totally wrong on the name. So I. But it's this, on the album with um, Blind. Really? They have a. They have a. I don't even. I didn't even know Corn has a song named This Town. I'm. I'm unfamiliar with all this stuff. I unfortunately, I will have to concede, and I oh. do not know. Ryan, do you have a steal? This town. I have no. I have nary a clue. I have uh, no idea. No earthly idea. I'm afraid. Give us a clue, Michelle. This town was originally written and performed by the Go-Go's back in the well, 80s. Well, that's a pretty specific clue. <laughs> oh, I thought you wanted the answer. Well, neither of us got that question right. When you asked it, our lips were sealed. Oh! Redemption is spelled R-Y-A-N. Hey, it looks like Ryan's going to walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> <laughs> hey. That time I knew that. Uh, that time I knew I was wrong, and I did that on purpose. Oh, nobody, <laughs> just a terrible idea. Well, listen, guys, we're uh, winding it down now. This this has been the best party night ever. 
And now we're going to wrap it up with our top three list. Yes. Top three songs of mass destruction. Nice. Okay, sexy. Okay, all right, all right. Oh, I put my notebook away, and that's right. So is, I mean, I've got my list. I've got a burning top three. I got a question for the gang. Yeah. Are we taking... Are we taking turns uh, exhausting our entire respective list, or do we go three, 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 two, 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 one, one, one? I like I the latter. That's that, but that's my vote. That's yeah. I, I like the latter too. I like the latter too. So let's. It really here, it builds the tension. Here forth, we set forth a abiding and binding rule that anytime we do this, it's the what you just said. That little rotating thing well, that we do. Thanks for making it official with all your legalese. I appreciate that. I've never was a paralegal like you. Decree. I'm not a paralegal, but I'm going to... Oh, my God, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> but you are two legals. <laughs> do you hear what I said? <laughs> <laughs> you guys, let's get into our third, our third choice. Sorry, I almost... <laughs> I almost hijacked. I almost coup d'etat. There's been so much coup d'etat talk in the news that I keep uh, attempting to pull a coup d'etat on the podcast. <laughs> well, fortunately, nobody's hijacked us with emotions or like heartfeltness <laughs> or love. Yeah, fuck Good. that bullshit. <laughs> you know, that's for the that's for the weak and the birds. It is not for the weak or the birds. Don't be Michelle, soulless. Are you talking number? Ryan, comment. Are- are you telling me that you don't think birds can feel love? That's the kind of lack of empathy that um, uh, Robot or Dan Aykroyd would have. <laughs> Sorry, Michelle. Let me let me ask again uh, in your in your language. Beep boop beep 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 boop pop. She has a bit of a. She has a bit I of a southern. Compute. She has a bit of a southern <laughs> dialect. Let me just put a little flair on it. One zero zero one 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 zero one 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 zero. Come on, you guys. Let's get to this game. No rush. No, I know. No songs right, by the band Rush. <laughs> Man, I hope our audience isn't Y Y Z Z. Okay, you guys. I'm sorry. Oh, Matthew. Because they're falling asleep or something? I don't know. Rush song and they're falling asleep? No, it's falling asleep. This has been the most exciting stay out to date. I was just trying to think of how I could um, shoehorn a Rush song in there. Sorry. Oh. Well, who's dying to kick off our list of the top three songs of mass destruction? (laughs) Hell yeah. I'll kick off. I'll kick off. My so my third one is probably the most well known on on my list, and it is "End of the World as We Know It" yeah, by REM. Had, had to be mentioned. Wow! It's hard not to. Perfect. It's got it's a great song. It's hard to remember all the lyrics. You could take years doing it. It's a uh, it's they got that great scene in Tommy Boy where they're they're singing it on the road. Great song. Lots of references. Lots of different people with the initials LB. I love it. Great choice. Um, that was definitely, yeah, that was, that was, that the thought for that song was that was the first thing that came to mind. And then I was like, I bet, 
I bet Ryan or somebody will say it. So maybe I won't say it. <laughs> and that's what I chose to do. Great pick. Great pick. I love it. Off of the album. Um, uh, um, um, <laughs> is that, I don't, can is I, that up can I, for shiny, happy people? That was on. I think up was much later. I think shiny, happy people was off of the album. Is it automatic for the people? Oh, I think it was. It was on an album before. Automatic for the people. I think was ninety two. I think it was on the album that was like, was it life's? It wasn't life's first pageant, was it? Or was it the album before that? It wasn't green. I don't think. Maybe it was green. I say it was hmm. green or <laughs> life's first pageant. I think I'm wrong on both accounts. I'm gonna look it up. What's the answer? <laughs> oh, what? I say I think it came out in eighty seven though. What's the truth? It is, let's see, it looks like, yeah, from uh, from the album Document, uh, released oh, 1987. Doc. I had the year right. I couldn't think of the album title. There's no shame in that. I'll take half a, I'll take half a pity point, Michelle. Awarded. Oh, who's, who's, okay, so who's the Grand Marshal of pity points? Is that, <laughs> can anybody just start giving them out now? How long well, you... anybody, as long as I they have Michelle's permission. I've never felt so powerless before in my life. <laughs> All right, I retract my awarding of the points. Michelle really put me in my place there. And now I'm granting Ryan authority to give people pity points. Yoink! There you go, buddy. <laughs> yoink! That's usually when you take away the authority. The word what's yoink the opposite? What's the opposite of yoink? You got to say it backwards. Uh, yoink! Yoink! Yeah. Uh, whatever why? that little whatever that little guy from All right. Twin Peak says. there we go who's up next matthew number number three number three for matthew i did a little something called uh anima by tool i don't exactly know what any song is about because i can't really understand lyrics generally but I'm pretty sure Anima, they, he talks about a lot of mass destruction. Maybe it's a metaphor, but uh, he literally says things about uh, just uh, things being uh, destroyed on a, a grand scale. Mm. So yeah. that for number three, and I don't really have any other, uh, nothing, nothing more to say about that. Just uh, that's my song, and I'm sticking to it. Good night and good luck. Michelle. Mm-hmm. Hello. So Grace. I've got for my number three, Peace Sells But Who's Buying by Megadeth. Good one. Okay. So here's a here's a fun fact though. Dave Mustaine actually wrote it about a woman by the name of Diana. Ooh. But it was like a tumultuous thing. And so he turned it into a song about war and all that sort of stuff. But it was just about, you know, when you say mass destruction, I'm like, ha ha ha. I'm gonna actually take this not to be just a literal sense. But I'm also going to play with it, like mass destruction of the soul, mass destruction of blank, 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 apply to anything. So whether it's about a woman, mass destruction of somebody's soul. That's it. That one definitely had crossed my mind as well. I've been trying to I've been trying to up my game on, on the thrash metal, as I said last week, you know, and I don't know if I really like Megadeth or if I just like. I feel like I can feel Dave Mustaine's resentment and bitterness as like a personality trait. And something about that just hmm. makes me be like, yeah, Dave Mustaine, 
Fuck James Hetfield. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> Lars Ulrich. I also feel that way. I just something about that I really identify with his uh, his huh. his pettiness. <laughs> I've always thought of him to be like a really. That's funny that you say that because like I always like I always thought that I like Megadeth a little more than Metallica because Dave Mustaine seems like a nicer a nicer guy. Like they're like the Wendy's of metal and Metallica is like the McDonald's just too much overdone. Blah, blah, blah. A, but the Wendy's, they get, they get it right show. sometimes. You know, That's a, well in the sort of the idea that uh, Dave Mustaine said a bunch of times in his book and documentaries that he feels like Megadeth was 100% motivated by him getting kicked out of Metallica and wanting to show up those guys and hmm. I, I just identify with that as he was kicked out of his band and he feels like unfairly, I feel like he probably deserved oh, it. But all, all the that, same, that he's so motivated by getting fucked over by these sons of bitches <laughs> that he goes and uh, has arguably, you know, they're, they're right behind Metallica in terms of uh, name recognition and in terms of uh, their their frequency of placement on a, a denim vest with patches on it that's true that's true yeah they're they're exceptionally popular in the patch game i had a mega i don't i didn't own a megadeth album but i definitely owned a megadeth patch i remember that definitely cool great where did you put Good it choice huh where did you on put your my, patch Right on my balls. <laughs> yeah. If, what would I be if I just didn't give you the opportunity? You know? Yeah. Me, yeah, yeah. The old the old alley oop to the mention of the balls routine. Oh, very uh, keep mentioning your balls. All right, Ryan, number two. You're number the first number two. Two dose for those who speak Spanish. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, a song called Christmas at Ground Zero by <laughs> Al Yankovic. Okay. <laughs> this is a uh, Christmas song about a nuclear annihilation of the world, a nuclear winter where the atomic bomb is detonated and the radiation either wipes out humanity or turns the remaining survivors into horrible mutants but it's it's done with a typical weird al uh a nod and a wink and i i make my family listen to it every christmas perfect nice weird weird cool. weird See, wild owl we're learning about new things here new songs and dang weird wild owl Pretty good jo- is that a good johnny carson michelle I, I think pity, so. Half a pity point for that? You get two and a half pity points for that. Sex. Yo, you guys ready for my numero doso? Let's see number yes. two. Yes. All right, this is one of my, I take I take a little, I, I go down a, uh, a, a different criteria theme, and some people would be like, Matthew, this is a bit of a stretch. But for me, based on the association, entirely alone, and this is this uh, a scene from a movie is where I associate this song the most. It has taken on a new meaning for me. And it is uh, Louis Armstrong's What a Wonderful World due to the ending of Dr. Strangelove, my friend. Great, great one. Talk about That's that. Fucking nice. I, what, 
I've never seen that movie. Oh, baby doll. Recommend. That's yeah? I can't that one that one takes turns jumping to my favorite Kubrick movie. And I don't know if it ever get I don't know I feel like I keep jumping around with my favorites, but that's always number 1 or number 2 for What's uh what's what's like up up there with it as, as far it's, as Kubrick? Man, it's it's fucking it's honestly it's it's jumped around because I, I uh when I was younger definitely I was a bit I had uh, Clockwork Orange just because mm. it's so fucking cool obviously especially when you're younger that's like what's more cooler than that? Um mm. I think yeah it was mostly Clockwork. Then there was like a time that I think I wanted to be cool and like I put like Barry Lyndon up there or something. <laughs> I was just trying to have like a cool or like the killing. I thought it was so it's like, hey, what about the killing from the 50s? But I, the thing about Kubrick, they're, they're also like up at the top. I don't think I don't think there's one I really dislike in a way, but that's probably for me. Uh, uh, Clockwork and uh, Dr. Strangelove, but Dr. Strangelove's the most consistently top what a guy gotta love that gotta love a peter sellers my friend Dimitri. Well, yeah strange love is his only like really funny movie you know like yes. those other movies are great to watch but i feel like they're so serious that i'm not always in the mood for uh because they're also very long you know where strange love is so consistently like funny like every five minutes there's something so ridiculous that you're uh, laughing at it even if you've seen it a couple of times and i that for me is more time i can it's got a lot more rewatchability than some of the the more serious ones or uh clockwork orange there are parts of it that are really fun to watch and then every time i rewatch it i'm like oh yeah this part is unpleasant mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it, it's it's not a one you can just sort of pop in you can't you can't just sort of lean back with the popcorn with i think as a kid like when i had there, there was like a time when it was just like I could just, I could pretty much like just put, I could put in Caligula. I could just throw in any movie at any time and not really be phased by it. But like, it would be, it would be a rare situation that I would go ahead and watch. I actually had a strange experience. I watched um, uh, Singing in the Rain recently. And it's, <laughs> I think it was probably the first time, cause I've seen that movie years ago. But like with that with that song completely and utterly repurposed, it's it's such a crazy thing to like watch the scene of Gene Kelly zipping down the street, and then just you can't help but have the visual just flashes of <laughs> she was very badly raped. You see, I had that problem for a long time when I would see. It's only been the last couple of years that I've watched Singing in the Rain like a bunch of times on its own that I finally right. can even see it without automatically thinking of that scene in a clockwork orange wow which is so how appropriate is that for the theme of to, a clockwork orange i have to catch it's up like, on my older movies man because i like i've never seen dr strange love i didn't i've seen a clockwork orange but i haven't seen the other one that you just mentioned i actually just watched i watched casablanca when i was in high school i just watched it for the first time a long time the other night and I didn't even remember the story from when I was in high school, but I watched it again. And I was just like, I, the older movies, like how they kind of, I don't really expect too much from them, but when then I actually watched them, they're like, Casablanca had me in tears. Tears. That's, yeah, Casablanca is in my top three. The second bad. she walks out, I'm just going to say this. I know that this has nothing to do with mass destruction, but I just needed to share this with somebody Go on. The first time she walks out the door with Laszlo, I lose mm-hmm. it because Humphrey Bogart sitting there all tough, but you can tell his heart is breaking. That breaks oh. my heart. Go, you Richard. I have Team just Richard. you saying, I got 
goosebumps all up and down with that movie. That's that, that's one of the few movies I can just like just tell me a scene from it and I'll just associate. I'll just go. I'll go ballistic. That oh. is a. Uh, you know, it, what we like here is we like to have the hard-hitting, obscure um, opinions of Casablanca. Goddamn good movie. <laughs> that, yeah. So circling back to Songs of Mass Destruction. Oh, that's right. Michelle, number two. <laughs> I forgot where we were entirely. Number two, but good conversations nonetheless. Good conversations. Uh, so... My number two is 99 Luft Balloons or Red Balloons, depending on oh, where you are, yeah. by Nina. Good one. Because uh, that's also about basically the anxiety of approaching war and the fear of destruction and, you know, everything comes along with it. That's all I got to say about that. And it's, I like it because it's also a really good dance jam. Like, it's pretty upbeat for a song for what it's about, you know? Absolutely. Cool. All right. That's well, my number two. Down to number one, then. Ichiban. My number one song about mass destruction is from 1979 from the album Fresh Fruit for Rotting Vegetables. It's uh, Kill the Poor by the Dead Kennedys, oh, which is a song about the uh, local California government deciding to drop bombs on all the poor people so that they can uh, resell their houses to yuppies and make money. And it's a, it's a satirical one. There's a, uh, a really nice like disco beat version of it on one of their live albums that is uh, really good to dance to. I think it's worth noting that uh, a little bit of apocalypse with a sense of humor goes a long way. You know, a, a, a heavy-handed message about the end of the world. Uh, I, I guess all the songs that I picked had a, uh, had a lighter take on death and destruction because, uh, you know, a dour take on mass extinction or genocide is really, uh, that's like an a, like a atmospheric one-man metal type thing. So mm, yeah. kill the poor, baby. That's my that's Okay, my hot dog. Well mm -hmm. done, well done. Oh, Thanks Matthew. Matthew. Matthew, number one. This is much like um, this uh, in the same vein as my last choice. Um, this is uh, same associated with the end of a movie. In this one, I remember what it, it hit me when I saw this movie when it came out. I was like, oh, my God. It was it, I think it was like a first exposure to like a lot of like different things. And I just remember it hitting me like so it, with this song in particular it was so good. And that's the end of Fight Club. Where oh, is my mind? Very good. Yeah. I very rarely am I. It's just like a song syncing up with like juxtaposed with some like visual. Ah, perfect. Oh yeah, that's so amazing. Good. In my humble opinion, that's a stunning scene. That I I'm on board with you. That is a completely stunning scene. I felt the same way when I saw it for the first time. It was just like you get that chill, like that little excitement, kind of out of seeing it. Oh, good one. Mm. Mm. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. All right, and the final, the very final thing, the very my final number... thing happening in this podcast, Michelle's number one. My number one, oh, listen, look at that. The most important thing baby. any of us is going to say all night. It all comes down to Michelle. Final thoughts? Better, better like end that. this with a smile. It better be a good choice. 
So my my song is Hoist That Rag by Tom Waits. Nice. Um, hey. Because it's it's basically the whole idea of hoisting that rag is what you do in defeat when you're in battle and you're you've defeated the other you know the enemy or whatever. Hoisting nice. that rag is what you do as your final like ha, I did it, I killed, I defeated, bah. And his song is basically about that hoist that rag about that moment. But you know it's Tom Waits, so it's the you know it's not satirical side of it, but it's a little deeper than that and how uh, the negative effects of it. Huh. That's what I got. Perfect. That's what I got. Hoist that rag, Tom Waits. Tom Waits, real gone, off the album, real gone. I like that album a lot. That's uh, that first that the first song on that album is like all the weird like DJ stuff. You know, there's yeah. like scratching and it seems really out of place, but in the first 30 seconds you're like oh this is actually like working yeah despite its best efforts so i uh somebody who's been around that long a lot of times an artist who's been around as long as tom waits you would think that their their album that they're making in their 50s or 60s would just be complete and utter bullshit you know there's we have so many artists who are uh really resting on their laurels in the latter half of their career and tom waits just gets like more grizzled and like weird and uh i i really enjoy listening to his like subsequent uh iterations mm-hmm. it's clear that everything that he does is just innate like it's it's very guttural and it's very he, it's not instinctive i don't think he overthinks anything of what he does i don't think you know some you know you hear about some bands they have all these producers and these you know, executives telling them what direction their music should go, but he's he's followed his own thing the whole time, you know? He's very natural. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. So I can appreciate, appreciate about him. But yeah, you're right. He just, even the older stuff just gets good. Tom Waits. My favorite all-time Tom Waits album, though, is Nighthawks at the Diner, because I love the spoken word stuff. It is hilarious, and that's all I'll say about that. Let me tell you, you what I like. Are you saying that Tom Waits ages like a fine coffee and cigarettes? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice, Matthew. Not too good. Nice job. Not too good. Well, listen, everybody. This has been the party episode of the Nerdy Stay Out. I'm Ooh. Michelle. You've been joined by the fabulous. We never introduced ourselves at the top, did we? <laughs> Well, maybe, you know, sometimes at the end of a movie, you know, they'll introduce the, you know, main actors at the end, like Bill Murray, Gina Davis. Yeah, much what like movie? Fight Club. Mike, I call Fight Bill Club Murray. We'll do a nonlinear. That, see? Wait, what are we well, calling? We get to be somebody's? I'm Bill Murray. He gets to be who? Okay, I'm, uh, I guess, uh, what's left? Bill Let's all Belichick, be Bills. You, you could, yeah, yeah, you, yeah uh, Michelle, you can be Bill Cosby. I'll be. Oh, why do uh-huh. Oh no, you guys! Uh-huh. I do an amazing impression of Amy Poehler doing an impression of Bill Cosby, okay. and it's on an episode of Parks and Rec where she says Rudy. But I can do okay. it just like she does. Do you want to hear it? Sure. Hit it. Let's let's hear it. Rudy, that's it. Nice. Yeah. Close. No. I wanted. I really wanted to freaking. I really wanted to ridicule you something fierce, but it's pretty spot on. That is spot on, Poehler. Rudy Cosby. 
have a, I have a Bill Cosby impression that doesn't have any words in it. It just sounds like a Bill Cosby voice would be. Go right. No, that's not it. <laughs> Maybe I can't do it anymore. Maybe I've aged out of Bill Cosby. All right. <laughs> that sounds like how in, when we were kids in the early 90s, we would make fun of uh, mentally challenged people. You always have to bring it back to that. I feel like I was. I feel like I wasn't the one to bring it back to that the most. I think I'm in a dead heat with Ryan. I do. I'll give you that. I'll give Um, you that. I actually do a pretty good uh, Bill Crosby impression. (laughs) Well, dead in Ohio, Bob, put him pop. (laughs) Matthew. No. No. I, I feel like I, have, I feel like I Call used to have up. one and it's not working. <laughs> oh, it sounds man. the same every time in my head. It sounds like Bill Cosby, but then it comes out the same. <laughs> oh God. No. Well, wait, wait, that one was that one was closer. No. Do it again, Ryan. We're not wrapping it up until we hear it again. It wasn't closer. (laughs) It wasn't wasn't close. It was further, if anything. Quit dangling the carrot, Ryan. Well, listeners, this is concluded. Probably one of the funnest episodes of the Dirty Stay Outs. More fun episodes to come. Thanks for hanging out with us this evening. I'm Michelle Fellas. And I'm the one of the fellows, Matthew. Yeah. I'm I'm Ryan, and I have the sheeniest lips you've ever seen in your life. You even have a chunk of chapstick on your lip. I just watched you eat it. Oh my god! I'm so god. It doesn't I'm taste so as good. I'm so devastated by that action right now. Let's end this. <laughs> no. No. All right, everybody, we're the Dirty Stay Out. If Ryan's kazoo doesn't slip out of his mouth when he tries to play it, that would be a, a miracle. I'll have, take... your, I'll have your baby, Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Crosby. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. We're the Dirty Stay Outs, everybody. Let's take you out with some night music, and thank you for listening. Night music. <laughs> REM. <laughs> oh, Bill. You're, you're such, such a klutz. Oh, God.